All right, everybody, and welcome back into the PlayGolfMyrtleBeach.com studio. I am David Williams, and you probably recognize this gentleman sitting next to me, my for, or my former co-host, Kyle Oland. And today we are joined by a very special guest, the tournament director of the 2024 Myrtle Beach Classic, Darren Nelson. Darren, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's also cool to be back, man. You're giving me the intro of the big dogs back today. Yeah, I know. It kind of feels weird to have you sitting there. I'm used to Ben and Dylan, and now I got Kyle back. I'm kind of nervous, to be honest with you. You had to bring me back to interview Darren. Darren, welcome to Myrtle Beach. How has the reception been since moving into the town? You just moved in last week, It's right? been amazing. Yeah, I've been here seven days. Uh, we had a kickoff over at the Dunes Club Wednesday night with 300-plus members, and it was just amazing to see the energy in that room. Uh, we did some media yesterday, so uh, it's been a fun busy week yeah and you've been with sport five for a little bit and also been involved with the pga tour for many years talk about the excitement level that this town has for this event obviously first major pga tour event coming here so there is some excitement in the air yeah i mean it's a golf capital of the world how cool is that to say and the fact that there wasn't a pga tour event here um, before this i was pretty shocked so makes a lot of sense um with 80 plus golf courses the passionate golf fans that are here you know on the grand strand so we're excited we got a great sponsor in visit myrtle beach uh the tourism the chamber uh and then of course having a great golf course with the dunes golf and beach club that place is amazing played my first nine holes yesterday on the front nine so i got my first taste of it didn't play very well but wow what a great track that is so you didn't get to play the back nine yet no we didn't tee off till about 5 30 so we ran out of daylight but uh very soon i'll play all 18. um speaking of so obviously you just played it yesterday what are your initial thoughts of the dunes club as it pertains to being a host for the pj tour I mean, as far as yardage in the golf course, there's plenty of yardage for these guys. It'll be interesting to see what they do shoot. Um, I was talking to, to Collins Wakefield, the president of the club that I actually played with, and he thought maybe the winner might be 15 under or something like that. And he's like, oh, it just depends on the wind and how it comes off the ocean. So I think in 1999, the Champions Tour event that was there, um, the winner shot 12 under. But I think those guys played up a little, little closer. Yeah. Uh, but overall, the course is in great shape. They're making some different renovations. They've added some length to a couple of the holes, uh, cut down some trees. So it's it's going to be in great shape in May for sure. So I want to dive into a little bit of. So you are the tournament director for the Myrtle Beach Classic. Uh, what is that? What does your day to day look like in the lead up to the first ever uh, event? So right now, you know, year one, there's just a lot of getting the foundation set, and a lot of that has to do with you know finding vendors, um, whether that's you know a catering part to do all of our food and beverage, you know, somebody to get the restroom trailers and then the fencing and all the things that go into the operational aspects of the event. Then, of course, from a sales perspective, we've got hospitality. Um, we're trying to sell there on hole number 18 is where most of our hospitality is going to be. Uh, we have two pro-ams, the Monday pro-am and the Wednesday pro-ams. We've got 28 teams on Monday we're trying to sell and then 52 teams on Wednesday. Um, and then just the volunteer base. It takes, gosh, probably 18 or I'm sorry, 800 plus volunteers mm -hmm. to, to run these events. Um, so we had our kickoff, like I said, Wednesday night, kind of introduced the volunteer opportunities to the membership at the club. And then sometime in October, we'll launch it to kind of the public as far as what those opportunities are. 800 volunteers. Yeah. Jeez. What, what kind of roles do these volunteers play? Well, there's 30-plus chairs, um, and then, of course, volunteers underneath each of those chairs. But, my gosh, it's you name it. There's walking scores. You see them on TV walking with the groups, keeping the score. 
Um, they're standard bearers. They'll hold the signs. They'll walk with the groups. They also show the score visually. Um, they're shot link. You know, when you're watching an on-air broadcast, um, you know, Tiger Woods has 170 yards to the green. There's a volunteer on the fairway, of course, has a laser, lasers the golf ball and gives the shot link truck that information, which then is relayed to the golf channel and then broadcast to us and millions of others of viewers across the world. So just, and there's gallery management, the, the signs I hold up to keep the um, gallery quiet. Um, the event I came from in Kentucky, uh, the sign said, hush y'all, kind of a Southern <laughs> theme. Um, I actually did an internship at Disney World, gosh, 20 years ago, and their signs, uh, their, their quiet signs said, please be quiet as a mouse, kind of like Mickey Mouse. <laughs> so we'll find something fun to do here for this event too. But yeah, 800 plus volunteers, so it's going to take a lot of work to get those folks lined up. So you mentioned a few other events, the Barbasol in Kentucky and obviously the Disney one. How long have you been working kind of hand in hand with the PGA Tour? So uh, prior to the PGA Tour, I was with the American Junior Golf Association for 15 years. So I was based in Atlanta and then I was based in Dallas for 10 years. Um, and then found out about this tournament leadership initiative program the PGA Tour had. Uh, so in 2019, I was accepted into that program. And the idea was to really create kind of bullpen strength. So when tournament director positions opened, they had folks like me that they could place into positions. So started with that program in 2019, traveled around to, I started in San Antonio, Texas um, at a corn ferry event, then went to Colorado, uh, TPC Colorado, had their inaugural corn ferry tour event in 2019. So I helped with that event. Went to Evansville, Indiana for the Corn Ferry Tour Championship. What a great golf course um, they have there in Evansville. And then went to Savannah, Georgia for another Corn Ferry Tour event. Um, another great um, stop on the Corn Ferry Tour. And then down to Sandestin uh, was my next stop for a Corn Ferry Tour event. And then met the folks at Sport 5 while I was at Sandestin. And they also ran an event up in Kentucky called the Barbasol Championship. Um, which is hosted in July. We just had it this past July and I ran that event. But when my predecessor there left to take another job, I was already there. I'd seen one year of the event and they asked, hey, would you like to be the tournament director here at the Barbasol Championship? And I said, absolutely. So um, it was no longer than an employee of the PGA Tour and then got on with Sport 5. Um, it was uh, March of, I guess, 2021 is when that happened. And obviously you've mentioned Sport 5 a little bit, but Sport 5 is the management company that, mm -hmm. that you work for that's going to be managing the Myrtle Beach Classic. Tell me a little bit about that organization because you guys, you guys do quite a bit, right? Yeah, it's an international marketing agency. Um, so we're actually based in Germany, in Hamburg, Germany. Uh, we have offices here in the States as well. There's a big office in New York right off Madison Avenue. Um, and then our golf events division office is in Scottsdale, Arizona, and that's where, you know, my boss is, is based there. Um, and there's also an athlete representation side of the business, too. So the Jerry Maguires of the world, you know, that are out there representing those athletes. We have some very big names in the golf world with John Rahm being the biggest one. Um, uh, Phil Mickelson, you know. Uh, there's a guy by the name of Steve Loy. We call him Coach. Uh, he's the, the owner or the head of the events golf division. Um, he's actually Phil Mickelson's agent as well. So um, it's kind of cool to hear some of the stories about Phil. And he's also John Rahm's agent as well. Um, and then Brian Harmon, who had a nice little win here a few weeks ago. He's one of our guys, um, Keegan Bradley. So there's, there's a dozen or so guys, actually probably more than that, uh, that we have on the athlete representation side. 
bringing it kind of back to the event here, um, you mentioned some hospitality stuff around 18. What are some of the things that you all are potentially going to do as far as like grandstands, uh, food and bev? Like what are some of the key things uh, on the golf course going to be during the Murphy Yeah, Classic? so we'll have some different offerings, um, different investment levels, different numbers of quantities of tickets. Uh, we'll have some private hospitality on 18. So Let's say you're a company here locally or even in the region that wants to entertain some customers and you want to bring 30 people out to the tournament. So we'll have a private space on 18 that would be all yours and it would you know, include food and beverage, open bar, that sort of thing. So that'll be on 18 green. Um, right next to that is what we call a shared hospitality. I call it more of a sports bar theme where you, can, you and your buddy want to buy two tickets on Saturday to go in there. And again, it's all inclusive food and beverage. You can do that in our shared hospitality venue. So if you want, you know, two tickets for Friday and two tickets for Sunday, and you don't want to commit to four days of the tournament, you can do that as well in the shared hospitality space. Um, and then on 18 Fairway, uh, we're going to have a venue there. It's just going to go by the name of 18 uh, Lakeside Cabanas. A little smaller investment level, a um, little bit smaller venue as well. It's a cabana style. You see in them a lot of events. Um, but the Tour Championship at Eastlake on the right-hand side, they have cabanas lining the fairway, if you've ever seen that on TV. So it'll be a similar product to that. Um, again, inclusive of, of food and beverage there. Great views of you know the 18 fairway, uh, the shot into the green, and also the green as well. And then we're also creating um, kind of a, a fun fan zone type space. There's two tees um, on the whole 18 hole out at the dunes. And... Well, it's to two totally different angles that you can play that hole from. And the set of tees they're not going to use, it's a big lawn, open lawn area. So we're gonna create an area called the Grove. Um, we're gonna have some activations there, some fun kind of adult beverage, spirit, beer, alcohol companies in there. Also some kid-friendly type activities with some cornhole, but just a nice open area, lawn space where you can still see play on the 18th hole, but just Make kind of a party atmosphere there and something fans can look forward to. I think the one thing that's going to be really cool about the atmosphere at the Dunes Golf and Beach Club is that you have the ocean right there. So mm -hmm. there's not a lot of you know events on tour where you can you can feel the ocean breeze coming off the ocean. You can smell the salt water yep. in the air. And you're going to get that at the Myrtle Beach Classic, mm -hmm. which is going to be really unique. And where the main spectator buses are going to drop off is right in front of the clubhouse. There's a parking lot there. The buses are going to do a little loop. And really, the fans are going to step off of the bus and see the Atlantic Ocean right in front of them. So what a wow factor that's going to be for the event um, once they arrive. Yep. Now, I think, you know, I've heard different um, talking points and stuff about the, the lawn area behind the clubhouse. Is there any thoughts in using that for any sort of hospitality, any sort of entertainment space uh, during the event? Yeah, the lawn area kind of by the ocean there as you come in. Yes. Yeah, we've talked about some different ideas. The club um, has even said, hey, what about a concert? So we're looking through some of those ideas right now. Um, we'll definitely have some, you know, title sponsor signage and activations there. Um, possibly, you know, a large tent with a, with a bar under it as well. So we want to, again, create a fun atmosphere, a fun vibe to get the, the fans really energized once they arrive but yeah what a great spot to do some activations right there where you can just stare at the atlantic ocean all day yeah uh, if i could ask another question david so when you you've been all over the place right in in your um tour and, and what you've done visiting different courses different destinations 
prior to coming here to visit the Dunes Golf and Beach Club, had you been to Myrtle Beach before? You know, it's funny. I was here, I want to say it was 2004 um, when I was working at the AJGA um, in Atlanta. We came on a little guys weekend golf trip. And I can't even tell you what golf courses we played. I need to text those guys. I've kind of lost touch with a couple of them, but we played two courses. So I need to figure out which courses those were. Um, so that was my first time here. And then coming back uh, almost a decade later, um, things have changed quite a bit in that mm -hmm. 10 years. What do you notice uh, in the Myrtle Beach area? Uh, there's just a lot going on. Um, and just talking to some of the members of the club, I know um, just the, the traffic obviously has gotten busier here. It's just become more of a popular destination. I mean, golf, obviously, but just the beaches and everything else that's going on here. So. I just feel like you're hearing more about Myrtle Beach. Um, I know there's, you know, there's the Kiowas of the world, there's the Hilton Heads, and, and Myrtle Beach wants to be included in those conversations. And I think that's one of the reasons, you know, tourism wanted to get involved was really to put the PGA Tour brand next to the Myrtle Beach brand, really show that they're they're partnering with these these brands, and they want folks like that to come to Myrtle Beach and really be uh, vacation here as well and play golf. There's definitely, over the last uh, handful of years, an elevated uh, view of the destination, which is exciting to see, and this mm -hmm. event's going to continue to help that. Um, kind of going back to your operations side of things, uh, so let's just fast forward a little bit. Let's just say we're beginning of March. What is your team and what does your team and your day-to-day -day look like as the event if you're within two months of the event? So we'll start what we call the build. Um, that's all the temporary hospitality structures, tents, all those sorts of things. That'll probably start five or six weeks prior to the tournament. Um, so you'll, you'll see the semis pulling in, unloading all the equipment. We'll, we will ramp up our staff as well. Um, right now, year-round here, it's three of us um, that are full-time staff. Once we get to tournament week, we'll be 15-plus strong. Have additional staff mainly on the operations side that'll come in. Um, cool thing about Sport Five is we're kind of a one-stop shop turnkey operation. So our operations team actually comes in and does the stake and rope. Um, they install all the signage. Uh, they oversee the build as well. Mm -hmm. So, and then our team, our operations team, also does some kind of. They gets farmed out to other events. So like the Wyndham Championship uses our guys to do their stake and rope and do their signage install over there. And they do that for probably a dozen other PGA Tour events across the schedule. So, or, yeah, yeah, so the event, it's, it's obviously going to kickstart on May 6th and then mm -hmm. run through May 12th. Uh, I couldn't think of a better trip then because May, obviously, David, is one of the best time. times to come play golf in Myrtle Beach. Yep, to, to take a week trip or a three- or four-day trip Plan a, plan a golf trip, play some rounds of golf, then go over to the Myrtle Beach Classic with your friends after. I can't imagine a better week. Me neither. It sounds like a, sounds like a heck of a week. Yeah, and the weather that time of year is going to be perfect. should be perfect. Yeah. Um, kind of circling back to one other thing. So we talked about volunteers and the amount of volunteers that are needed to run the event. If somebody local or somebody, you know, who's – has a house here, somebody wants to come in and help volunteer, where can they go to find all that information? So MyrtleBeachClassic.com is live right now. There's a volunteer link on the top right of the, of the webpage. Just click on that link. It takes you to another link, and that takes you to a webpage where it's really it's a landing page right yeah. now where we're collecting uh, names and contact info. Uh, once we officially launch uh, volunteer registration in probably October, we'll then reach out to those folks who've kind of pre-registered. So 
MyrtleBeachClassic.com is a place to go right now uh, for volunteers and also anybody that's interested in sponsorships too. There's a link there that will email us saying that they're interested in sponsorships. Yeah, and we're about nine months from the start of the event. When do tickets go on sale for the public? Well, it'll be sometime this fall as well, um, probably right around when volunteer registration opens. But we'll have a nice you know, launch, full launch marketing campaign behind the tickets as well. So. Uh, right now we're at fifty dollars for a general admission ticket, which we feel like is is pretty good for a sporting event uh, mm-hmm. of this caliber. Um, so those will go on sale sometime this fall, along with the volunteer registration. Um, Kyle, you have anything else? You know what? I think everybody's just super excited. What would you tell those watching at home? We have viewers and listeners from all over the country that are that love Myrtle Beach. They're excited to come down here and play golf, but also they're excited about this event. Uh, give us their, give me your pitch on why they should make this event on, on their calendar. Well, it's, it's some of the best professional golfers in the world, right? Um, there's only 36 of these FedEx Cup regular season events in the entire world, and we've got one right here in Myrtle Beach. How cool is that? So, Um, You know, there's sponsorship opportunities, there's the volunteer opportunities. We're actually going to, I want to mention, we're going to do some stay and play packages as well. Um, You know, come to the golf tournament, but another day they might go play golf. The group might go play golf at another golf course. So uh, stay tuned to our social media and website as well for more information on that. But we want everybody to come enjoy some of the best professional golf in the world. Have a good time, grab a beer, go to the beaches. You know, there's 2,000 plus restaurants here in the Myrtle Beach area. Um, stay at these great resorts and then play golf at some of the golf courses here too. So enjoy a, everything Myrtle Beach has to offer. That's yeah. exactly right. So the Myrtle Beach Classic, 2024, coming May 6th through the 12th to the Dunes Golf and Beach Club, and you can visit www.myrtlebeachclassic.com. And you guys are also on social media now. I, I saw you can look for Myrtle Beach Classic on Instagram mm-hmm. and all the other different channels. So, Darren, appreciate it. We're excited. The community's excited, and we can't wait. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, Kyle, one last question before we cut. It's actually for you. Uh, can we buy a Pro-Am team? <laughs> we'll see. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. Hey, if you want to buy a Pro-Am, te- Pro-Am team, make sure you go to www.myrtlebeachclassic.com. <laughs> All right. That's it. Thank you, Darren. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you.